MCU, um, all that good stuff. Um, and then after that, we're going to be doing trailers and all that discussion. Uh, hopefully, Nick, I sent him a message. Hopefully, he comes in pretty soon. Uh, so, Anthony Stokes is a guy that's been uh, critical of Marvel. Um, seems like, you know, a lot of people are now. A lot of people aren't vibing with this new phase four, it seems like, maybe. Um, you know, they've had some bumps in the road um, with this kind of stuff. And with the release of the newest film, uh, Love and Thunder, which had a huge uh, weekend, second weekend drop-off of about 67%, uh, close to 70% drop-off there, which was one of the largest drop-offs they've had. Um, it's funny because this movie, Thor Love and Thunder, opened up as the fifth uh, highest opening of any MCU film. Uh, did any of you guys see Thor Love and Thunder? Yeah. And what were you guys' thoughts on it? It was all right. Hmm. That was all right. Um, well, with Love and Thunder, uh, I liked it. Um, hmm. I liked how funny it was. It did teeter at times of being almost a parody of the MCU, a bit of a spoof of the MCU. But um, Thor has never been a character I was interested in by himself. I always preferred him playing in an ensemble as far as the MCU goes. Um, so when Taika came on and did Ragnarok and really revolutionized the character, I was like, oh, he made, for me at least, he made this mm -hmm. Thor likable. Um, and in Love and Thunder, he kind of just turned that up to a 10. So um, it's, it's, I understand if uh, people think it's too funny or too silly um, or too much of a, of a parody of what we've known Thor to be. But um, for me personally, it, it worked. I, I enjoyed my time at the theater. Mm. I can't. I hate to always hit the criticism that something is too funny. What does that mean? Yeah. Doesn't doesn't even make sense. <laughs> I know you're not saying it. I, what they mean yeah. is that the tone is too jarring or it undercuts the mm -hmm. drama. Yeah, yeah. Too many. It jokes. was all right, man. Too many JPM jokes. Jokes per minute. Too many. Ghosts are. I mean, you can't have too many good yeah. jokes. Um, I'll give it a six out of ten. Like pretty much all the MCU Phase Four, I would just give a six out of ten. Like mm -hmm. I, across. Well, no, Eternals is trash, but everything else six out of ten. Okay. Um, so right now, this movie, the box office uh, right now, uh, collectively for Thor: Love and Thunder is five hundred twenty-six million dollars, four hundred seventy-two thousand um, is collectively all the money. I think it'll probably finish around eight hundred to eight hundred and fifty million, if I had to probably guess. I think it's going to probably finish around there somewhere. But a lot of people, uh, some people, are saying that maybe this isn't. Um, what Marvel hoped for Thor Love and Thunder. Um, Doctor Strange 2 came out uh, collectively. It had a worldwide box office of $950 million. So it's close to a billion dollars. Um, but kind of you're, you're seeing kind of these things maybe. Um, do you uh, at all think that the MCU, uh, even with this phase or just in general, is failing when it comes to these movies, these shows? Uh, do you think that? Who'd you ask? I asked you, Anthony. Oh, I'm, no, not, and it's not failing. Like it'd be, it'd be ignorant to say it's it's failing. Eight hundred thousand dollars is still great. You know what I'm saying? I I, I would be hard pressed to see a movie make eight hundred thousand dollars and lose money. Like I, I I'd be curious what that movie looks like. Do I think there are people that are going to? I think one of the things that people say that I've always kind of been, and I was probably on this train for a while is you're bitching, but you're still going to see the movie. 
But what I think you're going to see is more and more people that are just going to stop watching MCU movies. People that have been watching them before, watching them religiously before, um, that are that are going to stop watching that, watching them. I think that's what you're going to see. I didn't even watch Miss Marvel. I, I probably will. I probably will end up watching it. I didn't watch Hawkeye. Um, I didn't. I didn't finish Moon Knight. I mean, pretty much the last MCU TV show I finished was uh, was Loki after Captain or uh, Falcon Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. That was after. So oh, I, yeah. the last one I finished was Loki. It's like you, the MCU used to work on the movies being pretty good to good. Mm-hmm. Um, every fourth or third movie, if it was if it was in Phase Three, was a banger. Mm-hmm. Um, n- you're missing the bangers, and the floor is kind of dropping out. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So I can't even reliably expect to go to a movie theater and see a Doctor Strange. You know, I can't even depend on going to see an Ant Man in the Wasp. That's not even what we're getting. We're not even getting the 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 B tier, C tier stuff anymore. And and that's that's going to be a problem. Do I think it's? Do I think it's a are they alienating people because of lack of quality? I think they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's only if, so many people that are going to be exposed to this stuff, right? Like they might have saturated. There's going to be saturation. Um, like where I mean, you know, so maybe they've reached that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what do you guys think, uh, Nick? I think I think most of the issue with it is one a little bit of like oversaturation in the market because last year it was what four movies and then six Disney Plus shows all coming out in the span of a year. And at a certain point when you oversaturate it like that, these things become less and less special. I think like prior to that, the like most crowded year was 2017 where you had a, where you had a, a Doctor... No, excuse me. You had a Guardians 2. You had Spider-Man Homecoming. You had, um, you had uh, Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok. And I pretty sure there was a fourth movie in that in that time but we used to only get like two like one or two of these a year and now it's like four movies like four t- four tv shows it's too much and you also have the other content that is also being released by disney which as much as i liked ms marvel it did get overshadowed by the fact it was airing the same night as obi-wan kenobi mm, really yeah yeah for it's like last uh like for i think like for the five episodes, they were airing. They were releasing on Wednesday nights, same night as Kenobi. I wonder and if they release some the other stuff on. If they release the stuff on Hulu, I, w- I wonder if that'll help it as well. But yeah, uh, yeah. So with Thor: Love and Thunder, so it it barely had the worst uh, MCU drop off when it comes to the second week. Uh, Black Widow still holds that title uh, at sixty seven point eight percent. And then Thor Love and Thunder is number two at 67.7%. And number three is Spider-Man No Way Home uh, at 67.5%. After Strange Multiverse and Madness at 67%. And for the fifth spot, uh, Eternals, 60, uh, 62.3%. Uh, Chris? Uh, nobody, nobody paid to see that movie in the first place, so there was no drop-off week two. <laughs> uh, Chris, what about you? What do you think? Do you think the MCU is just stumbling? Do you think it's failing? What do you think it is right now? Um, for me personally, for like when we got Infinity War and 
and Endgame, you know, the press tour was crazy. They're, they're doing a big deal over 10 years of Marvel, 10 years of the MCU. Um, so for me, uh, with everything that we've gotten up until Phase 4, uh, I'm very much so in the camp of in Kevin Feige we trust. Um, uh, I, I do understand we've gotten seven shows and four movies, and um, the only, the I think the largest contribution to the MCU going forward is probably Loki, introducing uh, Jonathan Majors as, as Kang, mm-hmm. um, uh, or um, uh, the reveal of Shang-Chi's rings being not of this earth, not vibranium and not alien, what is it? Cosmic. Um, and uh, and uh, I don't want to do, I, I finished Miss Marvel, I don't want to do any spoilers, mm-hmm. um, but um, even even in even in Moon Knight uh, episode three, uh, where they move the night sky back two thousand years, um, I feel like it's leading up to something. I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely Kang the Conqueror. I think he was confirmed to be the new, the next big bad, mm-hmm. um, and he's going to have a prominent role in uh, Quantum Mania. Um, but for me, uh, it's in Kevin Fe- in Kevin Feige we trust. I. It's it's very much. We're starting all over again, so we have to wait and see mm-hmm. where um, Avengers, um, the Kang Dynasty and Avengers Secret Wars, where it all plays in. Um, it's been a while since we've seen some scrolls, but um, uh, mm-hmm. for me, it's in Kevin Feige we trust. I think we're mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. Can I say something real quick? Yeah, yes. sure. Um, as far as the... This is something you see a lot with the One Piece um, made a lot of big changes, and it's like in Auto We Trust... And I'm sorry, I'm so tired. Can you can you go back over your points because you had a good point that I wanted, to, or you had something you said that I wanted to, um, that I wanted to, to talk about. Um, was it um, was it uh, Shang Chi's rings? Not- oh yes, absolutely yes. I yeah. think where I, I think Marvel is kind of just throwing shit at the wall. You know what I'm saying? It's like you like incursions, you like you know cosmic shit. You know, it's like. That's not the same as building towards something. Throwing out mm-hmm. a... It's like what we said about... no. Uh, uh, excuse me. Excuse me. Us. With Jordan Peele. Where he's just throwing shit out there. Hoping... You know what I'm saying? It's like, okay. They're definitely setting things up. But that's not the same thing as going in a specific direction. It's like somebody told me like, oh, there's new Avengers. I'm like... the the, the I just got out of space about this. It's very easy to set up a bunch of Avengers that are under 30 years old. It is much different entirely to set up a unified threat that is small enough to that that is big enough to get all of these characters together, but is small enough that say the actual Avengers don't step in, or a, or a specific Avenger doesn't step in. It's kind of, and and I was talking about this in the comics. In the comics, where there's like hundreds of characters. You have like Strange Academy, you know, where you you have like a, uh, uh, prof- you know, Professor X. I forgot. Damn. I'm, X-Men? The school. The X-Men. You know what I'm talking about. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can do that sort of thing and be like, all right, we're off handling this world event. In the meantime, you guys can handle X, Y, Z. It's a lot. That this isn't the same as that. So, I think mm-hmm. we it time it, it time is going to tell are they just reaching for stuff or are they building towards something because i think i think that's two different things hmm. interesting um so with this a lot of people have had similar complaints um i'm going to be uh i put this also on facebook twitter um and ask people's opinions of some of their biggest issues with the mcu right now 
Um, I have some of my own big issues as well, so we're going to be going over that. Um, and one of the kind of the big issues that they come up as, uh, and as mentioned is lack of vision. Um, where is this phase going? Um, you talk to some people, uh, maybe avid comic book readers, they go like, well, it's obvious, you know, Hunter's been on here and he said like, it's simple. It's, you know, it's, 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 he says it's, it's just yeah, like, he, call, yeah, he, he basically called that shit a year ago when we reviewed like Spider-Man No Way Home. Yeah. So what did he say? It was like, yeah, they're doing secret wars. Uh, All right. Yeah, so I don't know, but I don't like. Yeah, so with some people, you know, they go like that. It's like, well, it's obvious. It's it's Secret Wars. That's what's coming next. That's going to be the mm-hmm. new next big thing that they're doing, um, you know, and and that's what they're going to be doing. Um, so, would you all? Uh, how do you all feel about the statement of this phase currently in Marvel has no vision, has no direction? It's facts. I'm- like it. Yeah, I'm more inclined to I'm more inclined to agree with that than not. However, it also kind of reminds me of back in the days of like Phase Two, where all of these uh, all of these movies were kind of doing their own thing. And in Phase Three, that's where the that's where the like whole like clear direction became a lot more the lot that singular direction towards Thanos came a lot more clear because you had this entire other Avengers movie that was being built up to that was only like maybe hinted at in the end of Captain America Winter Soldier. The other movies, very there's very few through lines between any of the other Phase 2 films to Age of Ultron. And I kind of feel like that's what we're getting now with uh, with Phase 4. Mm. My yeah. thing is always, if, if you... Like, I, I use Breaking Bad as a metaphor. Because okay. I like Breaking Bad. Uh, not every episode of Breaking Bad is great. You know, hmm. not every, every, there are a lot of... there. I don't want to say a lot, but there are bad episodes of Breaking Bad. But what gets you through the bad episodes is the connected tissue of mm. the larger story. So, yeah, I do think that Phase 1, Phase 2, and Phase 3 did have movies that weren't great, but you had the connected tissue that, that made, you, made you invested in it. And to me, it's like, all right. It, it, to me, Phase 2 is better. Phase 2 is kind of where Marvel kind of started to catch stride. I mean, you have Winter Soldier... Um, you had winners. Phase two. So phase two had Iron Man three, Thor two, Captain America Winter Soldier, Guardians of the Galaxy, Avengers two, Ant Man, and that was it. Well, I think Thor. I'm gonna I need to stop saying that. Winter Soldier and Guardians is a great one-two punch. You know what I'm saying? Like that's a better one-two <laughs> punch than anything that, that Phase four has done. And. Yeah, um, yeah, and I, I I always kind of disagree that like like the the people are saying that Phase Four is just starting out, but that's not true. Phase One just started out. So much of the world building that we are talking about was established in Phase Three. The 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 Manda, uh no, I keep saying Manda. The Mandarin Rings was set up in Phase. The, the Ten Rings were set up in Phase One. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Um, the the Phantom Zone was set up in Phase Two. You know what I'm saying? Like. So, so all these things are building off of previous established lore, and that's why uh, that's the biggest disconnect I have with it. With the MCU apologists, is it's just like, well, they're just building things up. It's like every previous phase built things up. Everything that has world building is building things up, but also telling a satisfying narrative. If you think the narrative is satisfying, that is an entirely different conversation. That's mm-hmm. fine, but don't you know what I'm saying? Don't don't like make excuses by saying it's starting brand new when that's not the case there's been a hawkeye show the only thing that's been that have been truthfully original 
that had no setup was Moon Knight. Like that's the only in, in Miss Marvel. That's the only two things I think that are truthfully original that had no prior setup. Yeah. And those are TV shows. Those are those have the time to tell a story. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Chris, what's your opinion? No no direction, no setup. What's what's your face for you? I think there is I don't know what it is, but I think there is some direction. Um especially with uh like Sean again, no spoilers for Miss Marvel, but there's something about that show that reminded me of, of Shang Chi where where like um it's not multiverse, but there are mm-hmm. other worlds in front of you that you can't see. Um, I think that that's an interesting uh, um, doorway to something else. Um, what else have, have, have we gotten? Um, I do think it was odd that in Love and Thunder with the Omnipotent City, with all the gods, we just got Moon Knight. You know, it'd be cool to see some Egyptian gods there just, just for, for connectivity, just to show this is phase four. You just met these characters. Here they That's are again. You know? That that is a very good point. Something I think, you know. I think there needs to be like a better connective tissue with the TV shows besides just throwing them up in the Marvel Studios logo. Yeah, mm. yeah. Um, like we've gotten seven shows so far. Um, I think only if you think about it, only What If has done the most, you know, connecting, and it's, it's not even it's, it's not even canon. It's supposed to be a fun animated, you know, short stories for us for the fans. I'm, I mean, you had uh, Julia Louis Dreyfus's Val show up oh, in Black Jesus. Widow. That was like the one thing that I that can like actually. Yeah, find. yeah. We, we we're getting thunderbolts. Like she's like the dark Nick Fury, and she's uh, assembling um, characters with a bit more of a gray area. You know, when things mm-hmm. get weird, we don't need a Captain America. We need a U.S. agent. Uh, um, it seems that um, Yelena might be going towards that direction rather than Young Avengers. Which, um, yeah. which also kind of is um, kind of being set up. We don't know what's happening with Wanda's kids. Um, are they joining or not? We, we have the new Hawkeye, uh, Haley. Um, we have a new Black Widow. Um, Isaiah Bradley's grandson, is he going to be that, that Patriot character, the young Patriot character? I don't, I don't know. She-Hulk, um, maybe? Is that, is that a young... Hulk? Is she young uh, enough to be in a, a young Avenger? No, I don't, I don't think know. She's She's like the how-do-you-do fellow kids in that group. Yeah. That's kind of my point. My problem is like it's just, oh, it's supposed to be like basically four generation Avenger, but like it's it's it to make a young Avenger would have to be so specific. Like it has to be very even Yelena is like almost thirty. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. And uh, and uh, kid Loki from Loki. Um, I don't think we're any sign of him anytime soon. I don't, I don't yeah. know. The other version of Loki, alternate version of Loki. Yeah. So as far as um direction i would like to hope there is i think there is um it'd be super disappointing if they were just throwing shit at the wall and hoping something's Mm -hmm. um waiting for something to stick but Mm. uh, i like to think that kevin feige after after 10 plus years of shaping the most commercially successful film franchise has something planned for phase four i think it's like more though like it's so Mm -hmm. much different from releasing two movies a year Mm-hmm. to three movies a year in four TV shows a year. Like, like it's so much different. Like, you can't have the careful approach. And and the thing, so I, I'm a writer. So there are happy accidents. You know what I'm saying? Like, there there's like, oh, shit. I think that's what a lot, it's, it's probably a blend of, like, one aspect is, like, we're going to set this thing up and, like, oh, we have this plot point. I always think of Barf from Civil War. 
that little thing that they they reused in the Spider-Man uh, Far From Home. Yeah. It's like they probably didn't set. They probably didn't. They, they probably weren't looking that far ahead. Mm-hmm. Right. But they kind of connected it. That's probably a happy accident. A happy accident is not set up. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I think what I'm what I'm worried about is people are gonna look at this thing. It's like, oh, see, like they did that. It's like, um, like oh, they 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 were doing this the whole time. It's like, mm-hmm. no, they weren't. And then the people are gonna try to dunk on us who are just like. Yeah, like it, it doesn't have much direction. That, that's something I just want to point. I mean, the reality is we'll never know. Like we'll never know what the difference is between the happy accident in the in the setup. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. That that's kind of like the harder part of uh, of critiquing these films because, yeah, like you were pointing out, were they thinking that they were gonna like bring back Peter Billingsley all the way from fucking Iron Man one into Far From Home? Probably not. Yeah. But. You know, we don't know that until, like, you know, looking back on the films, like, after we've already seen them. And and just going back, no studio in the world has been able to, like, course correct the way that Marvel Studios had. They, especially with the, you know, the reception of the Thor character. People weren't so hot on him after, you know, two solo films in. They bring Tiger <laughs> and completely recreate him for uh, Ragnarok. Yeah. Uh, so, with this... Hey, listen. Fa- um, with this phase four, as far as like it being no direction, um, I don't know. I feel like Kang is obviously going to play an important part to these things. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they didn't have the rights to certain characters that they didn't before, so they have to, you know, they had to play catch up with that, like Doctor Doom um, and like the X Men. So they kind of have to race to kind of get them involved into the universe. Um, and the things with these movies are. They don't exist in a vacuum. No MCU projects mm-hmm. exist in a vacuum. People are looking at these projects to set up what's this is a piece of a puzzle that's going to be added later to be a bigger, you know, bigger picture. And that's what people mm-hmm. are looking for. And one thing I say, people say, like, after Endgame, it's like, well, after Endgame, this is just a bunch of DLC. Like, I don't really, you know what I mean? What, what are we here for? You know what I mean? Um, when, I hate that too. Uh, when I, I go, like, well, with this stuff, with this phase four, um, it's setting up a lot of new characters, newer characters. You also have to be reminded of that you have Shang Chi, you have Yelena, you have the Eternals, you have, you know, then you had the sequels with Doctor Strange and with Thor, uh, Thor as well. But a lot of it's kind of you know, also kind of setting up some newer stuff and newer characters. And with the TV shows, um, which I've also been critical of the Disney Plus format of the six episodes. I don't think they all finish strongly. Um, but you did have a kind of a lot of stuff with that with those shows, which when those shows came out, um, they were big successes. Wanda Vision was a big success. Loki was a big success. Falcon and the Winter Soldier was a big success for them. Um, but we're going to be getting into um, the, that comes to my point of Miss Marvel, which didn't do so well. So you have things like this. Really? Uh, no, it didn't. So this is via Forbes um, article right here. Um, it says the first episode of Miss Marvel earned just 4.2 million households via the week's Nelson ratings. That was well below the likes of Loki, which had 12.2 million households. Uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, which had 8.3 million. Hawkeye, that had 7.1 million. And Moon Knight, that had 7 million. It, fa- it failed to make the Nelson top 10 among streaming originals last week, um, earning less than 339 million hours viewed of the week of June 13th versus 246 million hours in its debut week. Um, yes. And- but, Isn't it going down in general? Well, then, yeah. But also think about what was also airing at the same time as Ms. Marvel. Yeah. Like those shows, like Falcon, Falcon, Winter Soldier, Loki, WandaVision, 
those were coming out like during the still like during the height of the pandemic and that's when disney plus was still trying to get the foot off the ground with a lot of their original content so it had no competition yeah and versus something like miss marvel where it was going up against obi-wan kenobi it was going up against the boys it was going up against better call saul those other three huge shows were dominating the conversation so much more. Don't than you Ms. think Marvel. that that's kind of like if you don't do a show? And I think Miss Marvel. I think it's unfortunate because seeing Miss Marvel is like the one of the better Disney Plus shows. It is yeah, it, the it, most it, highly it, rated Disney Plus show. Is Miss Marvel? It's, it's isn't that the problem? Is that like I think two things. One, it's it. I, I think Nick made a great point about like the pandemic is you know you know mm-hmm. it's over or not, but. Like to me, all the numbers you're saying it lowered. Like it, it's getting lower. Like I'm sure the next show will be even lower than that. Also, I think that Miss Marvel ain't fucking with the boys and and Better Call Saul and what was the other one you named? Like oh Obi Wan. Ah okay. I'm, I'm oh yeah, it, it dunks all over fucking Obi Wan. But yeah, yeah, the other two. It's the other two. Not. Yeah. And and I think that's <laughs> the problem is that the like there's no consensus on what. If you ask every person who's seen a Disney two Disney Plus shows, the two or more, there's no consensus on what the worst show is and what the best show is. It's all over the place because the quality is so. People might look to that and say, "Oh, it's because they're different genres." They're not different genres. They're superhero adventure shows. They have different subgenres, but they're 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 largely the same tonally. Like there's some comedy, there's like some tension, but they're more or less the same. They have the same audience most of the time, except maybe Miss Marvel. Mm-hmm. And I, shit, I saw I saw Moon Knight, and I thought I hated it. Another person might love Moon Knight, but hate one of it. It's too it's too much variance. It's 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 not. And then and none of them are fucking with the boys. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm picking the boys every time, and because it, mm-hmm. it's not. We're in the golden age of television. You know what I'm saying? We're in the we're in the streaming wars. There's too much good content to watch. Why the fuck am I watching Miss Marvel? Like, why, when I could, you know, I could rewatch Breaking Bad. I could watch Attack on Titan. There's an anime uh, renaissance going on. It's just the floor of everything else is raising, and the, the floor for the MCU is dropping. Hmm. Like, there's your viewership. Hmm. Chris, why do you think Miss Marvel didn't do all that well? Um. Man, uh, you know, I, I hate to say it, but, you know, phase four is really introducing culture, um, mm-hmm. Chinese culture, Egyptian culture, Muslim, Pakistani culture. And a lot of people, I think, miss their blonde hair, blue eyed Chris's as like the as like the flagship of the MCU. They're not, re- they're not ready to let go yet. And on mm-hmm. top of that, Miss Marvel is definitely the most coming of age the MCU has been since um, Homecoming. Um uh, to to Anthony's point, Miss um, Marvel, it's it's family friendly. I personally loved it, but it's it is a cute mm-hmm. show. It is family friendly, and you can you know, we as you know millennials, growing up, we loved Batman the animated series, Superman mm-hmm. the animated series. We grew up now as adults. The content grew up with us. We have the mm-hmm. boys. We have Invincible. You know, we have superhero content that has aged with us. So. Even the Batman series, like you had Justice League. Justice League, Justice League Unlimited, Teen Titans. um, You know, so to Anthony's point, why would, you know, millennials, who I think are the the, the main people bringing viewership and money to the MCU, choose Miss Marvel when we have the boys going on, you know? Mm -hmm. We also had the NBA playoffs going on at at the same time. 
fuck, that's right. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, like, there's, but that doesn't stop a great product. You know what I'm saying? That's true. Yeah. Uh, uh, that you, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, for me, I think Miss Marvel failed. I mean, one, it's a new character. Two, and then you say, like, well, but Moon Knight's a new character. That did relatively well. I think Moon Knight also had the benefit of, hey, it's Oscar Isaac, Ethan Hawke. Those are two recognizable names that you can draw to. Mm-hmm. With that, really in the cast of Miss Marvel, there was really no recognizable name there um, that you've ever seen before. Um, so that was kind of something there. Um, also, yeah, you know, dealing with Obi-Wan, which I don't know why they put it out on the same day. I thought that was a big mistake. They should have kept They have Obi- no choice, bro. They got too much content. They should have <laughs> kept put it. Couldn't have done it on like a Tuesday or a Thursday. They should have kept it's gonna overlap eventually. The... They're not too far away from having like more than one MCU movie at the theater at one point. Like it's coming. <laughs> oh, oh I mean wow. even uh even even Justin uh had, uh just dropped from San Diego, uh, Avengers uh uh, Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars, they're coming out the same year. Like, Dynasty is like uh, May, and then Secret Wars is in November. Mm-hmm. I don't know how the fuck they're going to pull that off. Crazy. Yeah. Um, so I think that contributed to some of the kind of the issues with Miss Marvel there. Of just like I, I think some of that kind of there contributed to it. But I, um, we talked about it before. I generally kind of like the show. I just didn't like the superhero aspect of it. But I like the main lead. I like the family. I like the cultural stuff. You know what I mean? I thought like the all- superhero aspect. Yeah, I didn't like when she the powers again. Like that was the big issue was that you want your superhero stuff to be good in a superhero show. I just didn't like that. I was more interested in more of the coming of age stuff, more of her, you know, dealing with the culture and her family. It's thought, uneven. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. So, and then also, yeah, I think the quality of the show. But I don't think it's the weakest Disney Plus show. I think the weakest Disney Plus show for me is What If or Hawkeye would be my two least favorite. Ones. What's y'all's weakest? Uh, I bet we don't agree. What if? Yeah, either, either what if or, or Hawkeye. Um, I think y'all are bugging on what if. What if is <laughs> fantastic. What if was actually inspired? Like, what if actually like tried its best? Like, there's like me. one. There's like one big, big item in the con column for what if for me, and that's some of the voice acting. Because hmm. it's very clear that these guys are not voice, voice actors. actors. Yeah. Oh, 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 really? Okay. Yeah, voice. So, yeah, voiceover is very different from like live action. I think like for me it was just the imagination on display was like because mm-hmm. I was sold to the Disney Plus as like this is the te- the stories we can't tell on mm-hmm. the big screen because it's like too it's it's too adult it's too whatever it's not and then what it's been is like a dumping ground for the properties we don't believe in to have a movie you know what i'm saying like which mm-hmm. is bullshit like you could absolutely do a, a she-hulk movie you know what i'm saying you mm-hmm. probably have a bigger budget allocated for it to, to help the cgi i, I like the last trailer I, I saw look looked pretty bad you could absolutely do a miss marvel movie um you could do a moon knight movie like these things are these things are they're, they're you can do them you know what i'm saying and like what if it was the one that was like okay you could not this is the only thing that could not be a movie essentially um and th- and that's why i liked it i think my least favorite and i haven't seen everything but my least favorite would have to be uh uh falcon winter soldier mm. it's like jordan Peele wrote that shit the, like, the social commentary was so yeah. bad that's, that uh... it was so there will never be a, bla- a, a black uh captain america it's like who the fuck what is that a commentary on? We had a black president. It doesn't even. Well, <laughs> I mean, like t- people online have said that, so late. it is kind of. I mean, people online have said that, so it is kind of like I don't know. You know, it's, okay. it's it's ironic that recently, yes, like Chris Evans had to come forward and say Sam Wilson is Captain America because people are 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 saying mm-hmm. was it was it Variety or something saying? Um, I think Anthony it was Mac the Hollywood Reporter. Captain- 
other reporter mm-hmm. is saying he's coming back, but he but he's not playing Falcon. We know who he's playing. Like bitch, we already was, know. Was, we saw the show. Dumb. I it guess was dumb. it was really I dumb. I had this argument yesterday. Mm-hmm. It's like if we're playing to the stupidest people, we're gonna make stupid content. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that's always my thing. Like, so do do, do those people exist? Yes. Do does a majority of the MCU fans think there shouldn't be a uh, can't be a black Captain America? I definitely don't think so. Right. Um, that thing with the the bloats the boat subplot, where it's like this this special um, agent in the in the Air Force who was an Avenger couldn't get a, a loan for a boat. It's like, oh, this is fucking flimsy. This is rough. So. You guys said what if I'm su- I'm surprised personally, but that I I I think that people's people the, you couldn't get consensus on the worst MC MCU uh, show was my point. Okay, yeah, um, yeah. I had issues with Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah, um, with that kind of stuff like that. I see what you're saying about the whole feels like Jordan Peele wrote it. I get I get what you're kind of saying with that. Um, I, I felt that towards the ending, um, like what they did with the ending there. Um, that suit is not good. That suit, I never complain about suits, and, and like never, never see me complain about suits. That shit looks so <laughs> weird. Do y'all like? Do y'all like the suit in there? Uh, yeah, I like it. Okay, yeah, I, like I could it. be tweaking. I don't know. It's okay. It's all right. I uh, could be tweaking. Yeah. So, um, how would you all rank the phases if you had to rank them? And if you need me to kind of go over some of the movies in each of the phases, I can do that. I got a list pulled up right here. But is phase four the worst phase? You think if you had to rank all the phases? Mm-hmm. That's what you're asking me, yes. Okay. While they're thinking, I think phase one, I don't think it's cool. Excuse me. I don't think it's smart to look. We have to look at the phases as they came out, Mm -hmm. right? Because when phase one came out, that was like Iron Man was great. Thor and Captain America were not on Iron Man level, but those were received as good movies. Like, those were top 10 comic movies when they came out. Avengers changed. Like, Avengers was like Star Wars 1977 when it came out. So, obviously, those movies don't hold up as well today when we have the scale and all this stuff. But when they came out, those were good movies. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I want to keep that in mind. If it's, if it's okay. Phase 4 versus Phase 1 at face value... That I don't think that's a good. I don't think that's a good argument. Mm. So, I'm just saying. Also, just the pure. Also, the pure amount of stuff that came out during like phase three and four versus phase one and two. Yeah. That definitely throws off the curve a little bit. That throws off the grading curve. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you just did an aggregate or some shit, you know, like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Chris, you got any idea of how would you um, place the phase? Uh, phase three is definitely number one. You know, mm-hmm. you got. You got um, you got so much Ragnarok, Black Panther, Infinity War, uh, so much goodness in Civil War, Doctor Strange, Civil Guardians War, Ga- Doctor Strange, Guardians uh, of the Galaxy Two, um, Homecoming, Guardians Volume Two, Infinity War, uh, Ant Man and the Wasp. Yeah, that that was like the, yeah, yeah, Phase so, Three was basically Marvel's like six punch combination to finish. Yeah, so Phase Three is definitely number one for me. Um, I understand you need setup films to push your universe forward, but um, in Phase Two we got both Dark World and uh, Ultron. It's awkward when an Avengers film is a setup film. There's so mm-hmm. much in Ultron that has to set up things, has to plant seeds for for Phase Three, like like Thor and the hot tub, like trying to find like 
Yeah, yeah they set they set up a completely different Ragnarok than yeah. what we ended up getting. That um, Natasha and Bruce that comes out of nowhere. Their their romance. Yes, you recruit him in the first movie, but there's nothing about you two in the first movie that would hint towards a romance. Yeah, there was like there's like no sexual chemistry between the two of them. Comes out of nowhere. And it was like that entire subplot was just awkward. Yeah, it like, was forced. They needed to make Hulk leaving sad, and it mm-hmm. it wasn't it wasn't sad. You felt bad for him because Earth hates Hulk. You know, <laughs> you're the dumb, strong, mean Hulk. But they tried to make it his his departure sad. It just wasn't. Um, so I think uh, phase three, phase one, phase two, and then phase four is at the bottom. It's, it's not done yet. I don't know. We no one mm-hmm. knows where it's leading to. Um, hopefully, um, Kang. Um, so I think it's awkward that sorry. What, 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 uh, oh. Real quick, I think it's awkward that Kang wasn't even mentioned in Multiverse of Madness mm-hmm. at, at all. Yeah. Mm. Uh, you would think your that boy would be Kevin Feige dropped the ball there. <laughs> still trust him. He dropped the ball. Yeah, I like yeah, I like Multiverse of Madness, but that was a weak. That was a missed opportunity. Yeah, like you would think after after WandaVision, Loki, and No Way Home, there would be repercussions mm-hmm. for what all just happened. We got we got endless memes about it. You know, like whose fault is it that the multiverse is falling apart and it's all them pointing at each other? <laughs> it led to nothing in the Multiverse of Madness. It, that movie should have been called Doctor Strange and the Scarlet Witch. Because that's what the movie mm-hmm. was. Yeah, like I always, because we watch everything everywhere all at once. Like I, I, mm-hmm. I knew we all saw that here, and you're like, yes. that movie did so much with the multiverse, and then like essentially like what what the multiverse boils down to in 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 like the MCU in Phase Four is two extra Spider Men, and then Red means go. It's. <laughs> It's disgusting. It's a it's a spit in the face. Like to, to anybody that likes good storytelling, it, it's it's an affront. Like it's it's crazy. Yeah. Also, Doctor Strange two had the worst post credit scene I've ever seen. Like the the <laughs> like the fact that he gets his third eye because that's like such a cool like Sam Raimi ending. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they undercut it immediately, and then Clea shows up with a sword and you're just like come with me you cause another incursion you're like this is like the i don't know if y'all seen the the meme where it's like my favorite part of the mcu is when everybody waits around for somebody to walk <laughs> through a door and say it's me it's like, Borko. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i would say yeah yeah phase four has done way too much of the uh, fucking Hayes Borko cameo i'd yeah, say thanos's brother yeah eternals was worse i say the eternals thing was worse Eter- yeah, Eternals was way worse. Mostly because, yeah, it's like you you uh, just debut Harry Styles into the MCU and you have Mahershala Ali introduce himself off screen. Here's why I disagree with you. Is that <laughs> for me, for me, it's about give me a reason to care. <laughs> and they, they, that's, the scene was not good. But they, it set up character. It set up Patton Oswalt, who keeps working his fucking voice into everything I like somehow. And <laughs> it set up Thanos. Like, there, they, it gave me reasons to care. It gave me character. All Clea does is look hot. Jesus Christ, Charlize Theron is beautiful. Yeah. Good God. Mm-hmm. Shots out for that. You know what I'm saying? And she, <laughs> she, she, she causes incursion, and then she slices us up. Like, their information, I'm only given literally one piece of information is that this person uses a sword instead of a sling ring. 
That is the only information that's given, at least with the Eternals thing, and it's not good. Believe me, mm-hmm. it's not good. <laughs> but I'm given something. I'm given like any world building. You know what I'm saying? Like y'all, Charles, I'm not gonna fight you too hard. Like we can we can shit talk that too all day. Like, yeah. Nick, wh- how would you do the faces? Let's see. Um, yeah, phase three. I, I said it before. That was like the Marvel's like eight punch combination to knock out Tyson Fury. That was insane. The back to back to back to back to back bangers up until Avengers Endgame. I have fond memories of being there for Infinity War and Endgame opening night, losing my shit, screaming, cheering, clapping, laughing along with that crowd. So that's obviously the number one. Um, Two would probably be phase one. I still remember going to the movies every single one of those. Up until like the first Avengers came out thinking, are they actually going to pull this off? Then being a little worried watching the trailers for the first Avengers and then being there opening day, losing my shit. Phase two, I would probably say is on the weaker end of it. You still had some great stuff like the first Guardians, like... uh, the Winter Soldier, which to this day I still think is the absolute peak of the MCU as far as like solo films go. <clears throat> However, you it's also kind of weighed down by Thor: The Dark World and uh, in the Avengers: Age of Ultron. Even though Iron Man three is an underrated banger, in I my think opinion. it's underrated too. Mm-hmm. And last but not least, Phase Four. You have some really good, good, good to okay stuff. I think the floor is the lowest for Phase Four. But it's also a case of how the fuck do you follow up Endgame? Hmm. Well, a good movie. <laughs> True. Like, like, I, like that's the thing. Is like we gotta forget. Like, how do they figure out how they follow up Infinity War in mm-hmm. the MCU? We're fucking Ant Man and the Wasp. <laughs> like, it's like you know, what I'm saying like it's, it's yeah, but, we did it. Nobody I love Ant Man and the Wasp though. It's a good movie. It's 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 that was so low phase four. Like, I I, I think. Hmm. Well, that's why I hate those memes that Josh referred to where it's like, this feels like DLC. Because that's mm-hmm. a bad way to frame it. You're only giving the people that think we just want Infinity War every movie more no. ammo. What they're no. saying no. is no, that... The reason, Infi- yeah, the reason Infinity War worked so well is because it was a 10-year buildup. Was the path always clear all the entire way there? No, but, but Feige and Marvel Studios, they somehow managed to navigate their way all the way up to Infinity War, where every single character was given, like, weight and importance. Every single, like, big character payoff works for both Infinity War and Endgame. I disagree with you. I think it worked because that was Marvel at their peak creatively. Like, that, that was the best. First off, I've argued that that has, like, top five movie dialogue of all time. I've argued that. Um... I feel like it has top five pacing of all time. It's just Marvel working at their very best and executing their formula at its highest peak. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It didn't have to be Infinity War. You know what I'm saying? You can make an argument for Civil War. You can make an argument for Winter Soldier. You know what I'm saying? So it, it's not the it's not the scale because Spider Man fucking No Way Home is 20 years of buildup. If we're if we're doing like people get caught up on the buildup, it's not the buildup; it's the mm-hmm. execution. We just saw a movie called Everything Everywhere All at Once that had zero lead in and is one of the most epic stories I've, I've, I've ever like witnessed. Mm. Where's the fucking build up? They did it all. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so I, I hate the I hate the like the Internet is just one person arguing a straw man opinion versus another straw man opinion. It's like, can we just argue like adults and just talk about <laughs> the quality? You know what I'm saying? 
Yeah. Uh, for me, I think I would go three, uh, two, one, four. I think for me to, to do the faces mm-hmm. for me there. Um, all right, so we're going to get into some people, uh, some of their issues with Mar- uh, with the MCU currently right now. Then I'm going to ask you guys if you kind of agree with that. What are your sentiments on that? And if you know you would kind of agree with that, how would you fix Marvel going forward? Making you guys the new Kevin Feige there. I'm going to make you guys kind of huh. there. Um, all right, so I put out on Twitter, what are your top five issues with Marvel? Some people only just gave one issue, and then that was about it. Um, so one of these things, uh, somebody says, pacing with the shows. I feel like they are, uh, they always nail it with the pilot, and then a majority of the episodes seem a bit rushed. The only shows I liked all the mm. way through in the MCU was Falcon and the Winter Soldier and Hawkeye. WandaVision got better after the second episode. I would say absolutely yes. I think the issue with the uh, <clears throat> with, uh, Marvel Disney Plus shows is very much like what uh, Anthony was saying. They're not written and structured as television they're not written to have every single episode build up on the next they're written to okay introduce this four or five will like take a break and like set up either so much or so little that the finale can't possibly solve can't possibly resolve every single storyline of a season Mm. nick nailed it (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's a great point you're right they i don't know if i said that they don't structure like a tv show i said what if it i guess i said what if this is the only one structure like an actual tv show mm-hmm. but you're you're right it's like you're kind of doing this halfway you're almost like a mini series but mini series are really fucking good i want somebody to just go turn on a mini series because they they have the time and they they they, they maximize both mediums mm-hmm. essentially and this is kind of Doing the worst of both, you know. It's not, you know. It, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm not trying to dominate. Chris, it's it's like it's like making it's like you're given a golden opportunity to flesh out characters, and you're not really doing that. Mostly just by the way you're structuring these things. It, it's like giving me like so much optimistic hope because they announced that uh, Daredevil, the reboot for that, is going to be 18 episodes long. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, please don't fuck this up. <laughs> it's like it's like anime season. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's like crazy. a normal that's like a normal network television like this season uh chris what about you? Um, do you do you agree with that opinion so i i do agree with that a little bit um wandavision was the first disney mm-hmm. plus series that was nine episodes everything else mm-hmm. has been six everything else has been six Falcon, except, Loki. Yeah, except What If, which was also nine, but that was also half nine. hour. So. Yeah, they, they, there you go. Um, I think all these shows, the finales, they're all rushed. Um, mm-hmm. it's, not, it's not enough time. You would think taking, oh, instead of a two-hour-long movie, we're going to break it down a bit longer to six parts. Oh, that should be enough time to flush everything out. It's not. Um, uh, all the finales, um, is a, they're mm-hmm. rushed. All of these shows, except for WandaVision, could have used... Mm-hmm one more episode to to mm-hmm. flesh out the stories, flesh out characters, build uh, connective tissue to, to you know, lead-ins, give us some through lines, give us, give us something, you know, um, uh, give us, give, 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 give us something. <laughs> give us anything. Know. Give us anything. Yeah, even the um, show, yeah, even the shows I like, the, even the shows I like, like Moon Knight, where I think that fifth episode is incredible, but it's also you're set up so much where you can't resolve it in 47 minutes. Loki no. had to be the worst about that. I'm not gonna like Loki did not even feel like a finale. Like it, 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 it was like, I'm sorry, go ahead. 
I don't know. I, I thought Loki had the best finale. It did have the best finale, but also it, it needed more development, like Chris was mm-hmm. saying. Like, it, it still was, like, way too much at mm-hmm. once. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, let's see. Next one is Death is Irrelevant. All building, no payoff. Uh, lack in depth of character development. Heavy, uh, heavily cared about premises that are never adapted or half-assed. Uh, Mid credit scenes. It's me, Borco. I agree with that. The, 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 the first thing they said uh, about um, uh, no lasting death, no stakes. It's it's comic books. No one stays dead in comic books. People yeah, die unless you're un- unless you're unless your name is Ben Parker, you are not gonna stay dead. <laughs> I gotta push back on that because that's what people don't like about. So if people mm-hmm. don't like it about comics, then we cannot like it. It's it's even worse because it's like you have the opportunity to improve on that, and then you you don't. Um, that should be a big deal. I ain't gonna lie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And uh, um, to Anthony's point um, about you know just because it's in the comics doesn't mean it translates. Doesn't mean you have to like it. A lot of people who push back against Love and Thunder, it's funny. But mm-hmm. Jane Foster has cancer, and that's a major part of the mo- of the story. And we're surrounding it mm-hmm. with comedy. It's really hard and jarring to balance for Taika to balance these two tones when Thor is just laughing it up with his <laughs> best friend, uh, Lady Sif. Like, like they're mm-hmm. they're 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 best friends, and this is the first time we're seeing them together since I think uh, Dark World, and mm-hmm. the joke about oh. Uh, your arm is in Van, Van Halle, but you, you you probably won't make it because, like that moment wasn't taken very seriously, but it should have. Um, yeah, there's just just because it's from the comics doesn't mean it always translates. Doesn't mean it's mm-hmm. always gonna it's always gonna play. So um, uh, I do agree with Anthony with Anthony there. Um, uh, mm-hmm. Just because you know it's comics and people always die and come back, it doesn't help your cinematic universe if. Oh, Loki is dead, dead this time. Thanos snapped his neck. Here's a series like <laughs> that's a wrap. Like I'll is see you in complaining about series with a different Loki. Yeah, different Loki. I think that works though. Yeah, for, for what good they example. did on for what they did yeah. on that show, they managed to dance that line big time. Like yeah. uh, in in the first episode, he has to relive his life by seeing the footage, and mm. he's shocked to see how it ends. So. The Loki from 2012 Avengers is now caught up to all, all of his, all of his folly, all of his hubris, all of his mistakes. Literally stabbing Thor in the back several times, like, like he's caught up, and that was a smart way to do it. The whole TVA. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Another one says, uh, "I tried making a list of three items, and then they were just different variations of too much product." Uh, which I would say, yeah. I mean, MCU. So many shows, so many movies, just a lot of stuff a year, and all stacked on top of each other. Would you all agree on that? You gotta make yeah. bank. If you're gonna, if you're gonna force me to essentially spend like several hours a week on something, it's gotta be great. It can't be mid. We can't mm-hmm. mid can't enter the conversation if you're asking me to to spend this much time on something. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. Yeah. Uh, next it's, one is it's, it's like next bed. It's very saturated. Mm-hmm. 
next week. If, if it was all great, right, we wouldn't be complaining. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah, right. yeah, movie, yeah. If they had a Breaking Bad coming out and it, it overlaps, I get to watch Obi Wan and Miss Marvel. Like, like, oh, like, this. Fuck yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. And it, exactly the point of like Phase Three. That up until Phase Four, that was like the most films released up until an Avengers film, and every single one was a banger. Mm-hmm. Black Panther. Like no, <laughs> I love Black Panther. <laughs> Black uh, Panther was in theaters with Infinity War. Like, it was, like, literally, like, the, the overlap. And both <laughs> over a billion dollars. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Uh, let's see. The next one, it says, they rely too heavy on things like Thanos or the multiverse to push the plot forward in literally every movie or TV show. It's just boring at this point, especially since the multiverse has been a thing in the franchise since at least 2018. It's 2020. It's 2022 now. Agree with this? Anybody agree with that? No. <laughs> no. I think they're not doing enough with the multiverse. I think that's the problem. It's it's very repetitive mm-hmm. in the way they're using it. Yeah. yeah, they're using the multiverse at least as we've seen so far. The multiverse is essentially just used for nostalgia bait, like bringing in Toby and Andrew Spider-Man, like bringing back uh, Patrick Stewart's Charles Xavier, shutting up the fans by casting John Krasinski as Mr. Fantastic and how much he would have sucked at it. <laughs> It's so. Do y'all? Did y'all not like him? John Krasinski is a, is. He was barely. I thought he movie. was. I thought he was fine for like the five minutes he was. Yeah. In. He wasn't in enough. Like, what do you want from him? Like, he like he wasn't smart enough. <laughs> Fucking build Adam Bomb like on screen. Like, what are you? Right. What, what are you talking? About? Uh, I think he's just. I think. Uh, but, but. Oh, but yeah, we haven't seen like their end game with the multiverse as of yet. I would say. They're not, but it's like that. That goes back to what I was saying earlier: is that like there, there might not be a greater purpose for some of this stuff. They might just be telling stories, especially if you're if you're giving out like dozens of hours of content a year versus like four or five the year of four. You know what I'm saying? You think I'm gonna? That's a lot of fucking plates to to spin, bro. Like, yeah, I. The way they're using yeah, the multiverse can... now, it's more of like an alternate reality. It's not a multiverse. It's just an alternate reality. It's just an excuse to bring in one different element. And it's boring. Like, it is boring at this point. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> oh, my God, two more Spider-Man. Like, that's the extent of our our creativity. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I agree with your point. However, I would be lying if I said in cheer when I saw that. Do y'all clap during movies? Uh, yeah, I do not. Oh, oh piece of shit. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> I hate y'all, bro. Like, what are you clap? You know he was coming. Like, what are you clapping for? <laughs> what's the what's the it's like hearing hearing about it and seeing it are two very different things. Yeah. I'm yeah, I'm not going to the fucking movies with you anytime soon, yeah, I guess. Uh, nah, I'll, I'll give you the death glare. Like, bro, what the fuck? <laughs> Wait till the end. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Chris, what do you think? What do you think about that comment? Um, I think it's an odd comment. They complain about Thanos. Uh, yeah, I think it's because I guess they're talking about everything now is post snap, so every show or movie is referencing the snap, and I think that's probably what they're referring to. Okay. Uh, so okay, so they're, they're tired of 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 everything post Endgame. The everything is still dealing with the repercussions of the reverse snap of the blip. I hate mm-hmm. that term, by the way, the blip. Um, I don't uh, mind it. I, I, I okay. Um, <laughs> no, it's 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 important. It's it's, it's too important <laughs> to just 
to have it addressed one time. And it's, it's like Order 66. You keep mm. getting it from different perspectives. It's going to look different each time, even though it's the same event. It looks and also in, yeah. And also in real world, we're still talking about 9-11 like 12 years later. So, so a like hugely like globally changing event like the snap or the blip, it would ma- it would make less sense if they didn't address it in any of the post end game projects. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Uh, well, and, and I'm not going to act like it's the same person saying there's no build up, but like that's that is built like that's dealing with that's that's storytelling. You know what I'm saying? That's dealing mm-hmm. with follow up of the the previous thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty pretty lame. Okay, Chris, you had you said something that I I thought about and I forgot because I'm so tired right now. <laughs> the 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 world that's underlying our current world, they keep doing they keep doing that shit and they need to stop because it's a certain point where it's getting ridiculous because we haven't even been introduced to the vampires yet. <laughs> we haven't been introduced to humans yet. Uh, probably we haven't been introduced to the Fantastic Four yet. In 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 the true sense, like y'all gotta stop with this other society bullshit, bro. Like <laughs> you gotta, it's the, the world is breaking, and that's the beauty of a multiverse is you could go to a different universe and do this shit, but they they don't want to do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. how many secret societies could there be that don't know about each other? Or, mm. no. it's like breaking in on itself. Yeah. And that's what I was kind of hoping to see in Multiverse of Madness, the incursions. I wanted to see worlds folding in on each other because that sounds and it feels like the Multiverse of Madness. This is crazy, and only Doctor Strange can really hold it together. It just it didn't feel that way. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, I, I was mainly speaking in terms of um, uh, Ta Lo from Shang-Chi. Like, that, that, that magical realm <clears throat> is on Earth, but do you have access to it? You don't because... Um, you know, it's about, it's about, it's a spiritual heart thing. Only people who have a right to be here, who have, who have claimed to be here, can, can find their, can navigate their way um, there. And Miss Marvel kind of deals with something very similar to that without any spoilers. That's what I'm saying is that you can only have so, there's only so much earth. And there's only so much of this particular culture is in this thing and nobody else knows about it. Like they mm-hmm. did it with Wakanda. Yes. They did it. They did it with the uh, Ten Rings. They did it with uh, I forgot the name. What you just described. It's 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 like you kind of got like there's only so much world you can build on Earth. Like start telling some stories somewhere else besides because it's getting that's the beauty of Guardians. It's like okay, you can do whatever mm-hmm. you want, but they keep telling you know what I'm saying like anyway. Thor kind of does that. Is kind of the beauty of. That's kind of the beauty of the cosmic side of the MCU at this point, uh, with stuff like Guardians, with stuff like Thor, and even to to a lesser extent, Captain Marvel. Hopefully, Nia DaCosta like fixes a lot of that. Yeah. Um, uh, Thor: Love and Thunder. I really loved uh, the Shadow Realm. That was really mm. cool. Oh yes. They might laugh How about Yu-Gi-Oh. They might think about Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, immediately, immediately. Uh huh. <laughs> I like the line. She's like, "Well, this is a shadow guy, so going to his place was probably going to be tricky." Right? Yeah. Um. So I'm going to go around and ask you guys, "What are your top issues with the MCU? How you would fix them?" And that would probably be the end of the MCU discussion. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris, what are your top issues with the MCU, and how would you fix them? Um. Honestly, it might be petty. Um, post credit scenes that waste your time. 
you know, uh, ho- homecoming. So, you waited all the way to the end of the movie to watch post credit scene. This is a good lesson on patience. Hey, okay, that one kind of made me laugh. It was <laughs> funny. Was it was mm. funny, but you know, it's Pizza Papa. You know, like, it's over. Um, Thor Ragnarok. I love <laughs> Jeff Goldblum, but um, you know what? Uh, it, it's a tie. We, we all win. Like, <laughs> yes. Yep, you can't have a revolution without someone to overthrow. So the problem is too much. They're 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 just doing stuff you could do during the movie and calling it a mid credit scene, mm-hmm. and that's the reason why I like the the the, the, the homecoming one is because they gave you a real. Uh, I guess I'm I'm kind of like arguing against myself, but they gave you the scorpion the scorpion thing, which I think. Is something that works as a mid-credit scene, even though it could be, you know, it could be an epilogue or I always forget which one is which. Epilogue, prologue, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then the Captain Marvel one is just the, the the Captain America one is just funny, but the Pizza Papa thing is just a waste of time. Like it's just stupid. It, yeah, the Pizza Papa one was just Sam Raimi got Bruce Campbell in front of a camera and he wanted to shoot some more stuff with. That's, That's essentially what that cameo. Also, besides Disney, the hate Lorco. Disney uh, saying like having like oh it's it's weird you guys have to pay for food and it's like you're Disney like I'm not <laughs> one of these people that's like motherfucker you motherfucker you charge eighteen dollars for a turkey leg you don't care yeah I don't want to hear that from y'all like, <laughs> anybody else I'm, I'm not taking that from y'all you know what I'm saying hmm. yeah, yeah. Uh, um yeah just mainly the po- the post credit <laughs> scene and um. And also, I think everyone agrees Black Widow should have been released between Civil War and Infinity War, where, where it takes place. It, yes. it felt yeah. the, the timing just felt like like a like a giveaway, mm-hmm. like a hand like a handoff to uh to, to um, ScarJo, and uh, it just they didn't, didn't work that because they ripped her off. They, they, they ripped, ripped her off. She had to sue them. Like it was it was a hot mess. It's a hot mess. But um, mm-hmm. for me, it's um post credit scenes that the waste your time. Real quick, I think that's also a problem is that like every time they go into the past, they fuck something up. Like they mm-hmm. did it with Captain Marvel, they did it with um Black Widow, where it's like so she has a family. Like I thought the point of Endgame was that she had no family. Yeah, that that was like the big emotional uh like crux of that entire that entire like that entire movie. Of the third act <laughs> of the endgame. Yeah. That entire movie. Like you could retcon it and like say, Yeah, they all blipped, but yeah. I never once thought that it never made any sense between uh, Infinity War and Endgame that what the Nat Romanoff that we know it didn't make any sense that she wouldn't have tried to look for her family. Yeah. She wouldn't have tried to seek out like Red Guardian or Yelena at all. Yelena, at least Yelena. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean every because Captain Marvel <clears throat> bastard that we don't even have to get into that. It was <laughs> hard what they did with the with the um, not the Tesseract. Was that the Tesseract? Yeah, yeah, the t- yeah the tesseract was the MacGuffin. It, okay, it was a tesseract in like where they where they they in- anyway, they powered they- the engine that they needed to get home. Mm. Is yeah. the thing that transports oh. you through space, which doesn't really, yeah. but because you could just go anyway. And then yeah, <laughs> like they they retcon the the eye scratch, and then they they retcon the tesseract to like where I guess Shield always had it. It's just. Why? It's always just like why, and you're making your universe worse, and that's why I hate prequels. Like, yeah. Nick, what are your issues, and how would you fix them? Um, my biggest issue with uh, the MCU in Phase Four is the pacing of these Disney Plus shows. The pacing and the structure of them. 
And it's like I was saying that none of these are structured or written like a television series. And that's a thing that Eric Kripke talked about when talking about the boys. It's like, motherfucker, you are not making a six or eight hour film. You are making a television show. And that's something that he's mastered with uh, structuring the boys. Like, you could argue that every single season of the boys, it is still working on a three act structure, but that act is stretched out into like multiple episodes. It's like, how Amazon releases the boys now, it's like the first three episodes premiere in the same day, and that's essentially the first act of the season. Second act goes all the way to six, and the third act is seven and eight. And I think Disney and, uh, and Marvel Studios could learn a lot from uh, how to structure their television shows. And the biggest issue with them is that the pilots, more often than not, I really enjoy them. The first episodes, second, thirds are okay to on that same quality. Fourth and five, they're either they either stop the stop the entire show, or they set up so much that you can't resolve it in the next forty seven minutes. And none of these are are done with like the guarantee of a second season, so that could be like a way out of that structure. But the only one that's confirmed is Loki, and I think that's the one that's handled that structure the best out of all of these. Mm. Also, what stop it? Like, why are you restraining yourself to six episodes? Why are you restraining yourself to 45 minutes? Like Exactly. Like, that's the benefit. They're not using... They're structuring this shit like it's like on ABC or hmm. something where you have a specific <laughs> window. But, like, the, the episode list is so short, you can't really develop shit. Like, the, y'all are right. Like, the world building is all over the place. It's, like, a little bit, a lot, a lot. You know, it's, it's all, like, ideally you would have it in chunks or more paced out. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and top issues. Um, I think the writing isn't good enough across the board. I think the dialogue has fallen off a cliff. Um, I think the pacing has fallen off a cliff. What? 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 I, I think. I think Nick made a great point about the pacing of the episodes, um, as well, which is also part of the writing. Um. The, the dialogue, the plotting, I pray to God. Like, the, 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 the fact that they gave the people who wrote Falcon Winter Soldier their own movie is like alarming. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, it caused me actual distress. Like, that they, they, <laughs> they decided that these guys decided should get to write a movie. It's insane. Um, I think they fixed that by hiring me. Um, <laughs> that's my, that, that, I would say. Uh, yeah, Foggy, it. give this man a call. Yeah. yeah. I'll be the new Foggy. I ain't gonna lie. Uh, I'll tag him. I'll make sure to tag him. I'll put, post a clip <laughs> the video. Tag Marvel Studios. Tag him. Um, yeah, for me, I would say scale things way back. Um, you know, I think it's just too many movies, too many shows a year. Uh, but after the San Diego Comic Con, they got a whole list of line of big stuff going on. Um, but with Bye. yeah, with all these shows, all these movies, I think at least maybe two shows, two movies a year. Maybe put one show at the beginning, one movie at the beginning of the year then kind of just space them out throughout the year. Um, I, I'd say, like, I'd say at the max, three movies, two shows. Mm-hmm. Once at, like, the beginning of the year, once for the summer release, and then for the holidays. And then the TV shows are sprinkled in between those two chunks. Yeah. I, I think you need to, yeah, really spread that stuff out. Um, I think as far as when it comes to formula, I mean, they got their formula. It's what made them, you know, hugely successful. I think with this phase, things like with Doctor Strange, I think a lot of people were interested in Doctor Strange too because, hey, Sam Raimi directed it. Like people who don't even really follow mm-hmm. these movies or care about them that much will go like, but yeah, I love Sam Raimi. Sam Raimi's directing it. I think it had kind of a good amount of his flavor in there and his style. And I think you got to kind of try to continue to do more of that. 
uh, yeah, to the to my knowledge, I think that was like the first time they threw like from director onto one of these uh, onto one of those trailers. Besides, maybe uh, Eternals with Chloe Zhao. Yeah, mm-hmm. I have a question for y'all, real quick. Like, mm-hmm. sure. do you think the solution? Because I know people are saying like, oh, people want all tour MCU movies. I, I frankly don't. And I heard from somebody that Sam Raimi actually fought against some of the more Sam Raimi moments, like Doctor Strange coming back as a as a zombie. Um, I heard that he really? didn't want to do it because he felt as if it was too obvious. Um, and then some people don't even think that he had enough to do with that movie, which is like weird. But do y'all want Autor movies? Because I feel as if I feel as if like that's the problem is you have like a bunch of different people working in different directions. Hmm. Like, I think you kind of need to. It's almost like a TV show, right? Like, I don't watch Breaking Bad for Ryan Johnson's directing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, I I want Ryan Johnson's touch on Vince Gilligan. Vince Gilligan's. Oh, uh, that's his name. I'm probably butchering it, but yeah, his, that that's his name. <laughs> okay, all right, all cool. I want his. I want his. I want him to alley oop Vince Gilligan's Gilligan's story, and mm-hmm. I think that's part of the problem. Is like if, like you just said, like the directors don't fucking matter on these things. Like Chloe Zhao, she made uh, whatever that whatever that fucking movie was about the homeless people. Uh, no Madland. That has nothing to do <laughs> stylistically. That could have been anybody. Even the Captain Marvel. I forgot who did that. They did uh, Mississippi Burning. I think, or um, is that the wrong Mississippi? What is that shit? Mississippi Grinding or something like that. Mm-hmm. It was a it was a poker movie with Ryan Reynolds and uh, I forgot his name, but it was really good. And it like you're like. You didn't do. There's no stylistic carryover from these small directors that they're getting. You might as well just entirely just scrap that and just make it by committee, essentially. Like just commit to the by committee <laughs> thing. Yeah. yeah, but counter argument to that, we like the consensus here was that Phase Three was the best phase of Marvel. Yeah, would I be fair in saying that? I'd argue that's like the one that's been the most director driven. Because I don't think we get the films like Guardians Two, like uh, Doctor Strange, like uh, like um, Black Sorry. Panther or Thor Ragnarok. I don't think we get those kinds of films without those directors attached to it. Without like the without the James Guns, without the uh, Taika Waititi's, without the Ryan Coogler's. You are correct, hmm. but they're not doing. They're stuck in this middle ground where you're not giving the you're not giving the creators full control like which you're not even giving them enough to even implant their own style unless you are sam raimi Hmm. or you know what i'm saying like they're just their director is just there it's like uh, it's too much in the middle they should commit Mm -hmm. they should commit either one because Mm -hmm. that's Mm -hmm. part of the problem now is you have like five different directors that don't even know about each other's projects i forgot what point like like the fact that the no egyptian god is even in the background of thor uh thor 4 is a it's a great fucking point there's yeah. no there's no overlap there's no the mm-hmm. subtle things that make these things work together is missing so if you you're need, gonna do it just yeah, you, commit you need, to it yeah you need much more than just benedict wong showing up in a lot of these yeah yeah um, i mean yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that's the thing. Yeah, like, basically, make it a big ass TV show. Like, do do it. Just like, mm-hmm. either remove, either add director and make bangers again, or mm-hmm. if you don't have a plan, 
get a fucking plan and get some no name directors that will just come in and, and, and film and shoot. And you know what I'm saying? Like commit. And, yeah, and, yeah, and even to the point I agree with, even a film in phase four that I liked, like Shang-Chi, I don't think anything changes if you take Daniel Destin Creighton off it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's probably the most defined thing, honestly. That's probably the most like unique thing. And yeah. Like, people yeah. say that just that's just Iron Man. Like Yeah, but that's yeah, but that's also mostly owed to the the action choreography by the late Brad Allen and the second direction. Who a lot of that same crew worked on like the Kingsman movies. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um I think um with the Thor: Love and Thunder, a lot of people and and a, and a lot of um the MCU in general, as much, as much as we love Phase Three, there have been complaints about how the MCU looks the same, how the mm-hmm. world, even space Earth, it looks the same. Thor: Love and Thunder, it was announced they used the volume, the same technology for Mandalorian, to make this movie, and everyone's taking shits on how, oh, Astrid's floating head. This is a two hundred million dollar budget movie. This looks terrible. Um, I think. The, the best way to avoid that is, is to bring on our tours because um, no matter how we feel about Multiverse of Madness and Eternals, they look and feel differently from any other MCU, MCU movies. So just in terms of getting away from the complaints of how the MCU looks the same, uh, I think that's one of the perks of having our tours. They can just mm-hmm. bring something that they always do to bring a different flavor than what we're used to. To yeah. be fair, though, does, does Multiverse of Madness look that much different from any other? Because if that might be the Autor movie, and to me, that looks just like any other MCU movie. If we're just, uh, I, I thought it had some better. I thought it had better kind of shots and stuff like that. What they do, and then when yeah, they go, I think certain, for sure, certain times like cinematography, like there was color in this movie that that um, Scott Derrickson didn't put in in the first um, uh, Doctor Strange. There was. A brightness there was a campiness to it he definitely brought his <laughs> 90s vibe to it for sure yeah yeah i think what people mean is they mean like just the look of it but mm-hmm. you know that kind of goes back to my point that like um if we we want this to be a cohesive universe maybe that's not the maybe that's not the the the, the, the point you know what i'm saying like i i think captain america for instance the first adventure should look different than you know fucking miss marvel 100 percent. but yeah um yeah, I, I I largely agree with you. Like, yeah. um, that goes into another one of my things: VFX. Um, you know, these. I mean, it really. I think the VFX houses have to really do a union. I mean, that's pretty much the only way it's going to solve this situation, uh, because VFX artists are overworked and underpaid, and that's only not with Marvel. That's just across the board uh, with everybody in the industry, because all major movies now have CGI, have special effects. So that's kind of mm-hmm. a major thing for them. Um, yeah, um, kind of. So those are kind of my major plays. And also, one last one for me is the two big armies at the end. Um, y'all gotta stop doing that shit in the MCU movies. Uh, <laughs> stop doing the two big armies that fight each other at the end. Even in Thor: Love and Thunder, it was the army of kids versus the army of shadow monsters. You didn't need that shit. That's what also ruined Black Panther at the end. Uh, that was a big problem I had with that movie at the end when you had the, the two armies fighting each other and the hideous looking rhinos that were there. You know why they do that, all right? Like. You need to set up all these side characters. You have to have some- side characters need something to do in the. You need something action. to do, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. like, and, and, like Aquafina becoming like a, a super power, like a like hat. Like, why the fuck are you giving her anything to do? <laughs> like, she should have never left San Francisco. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> like, it's it's crazy. But I, I agree with you. 
Um, I agree with you 100%. But, yeah. Like, by, by the end of Shang-Chi, did Aquafina join the Avengers? Yeah, like she, should be, was she should be the new Hawkeye. That's what she, yeah. She is the new Hawkeye. She should just be the Hawkeye. Yeah. She oh is the new God. Hawkeye while Katie's in the fucking uh, young event. You just ruined my night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's an Avenger now. Aquafina's an Avenger. Yeah. Um, so. Uh yeah, so that was our Marvel discussion. Um, thank you, thank you, Anthony. Thanks for coming by. Um, yeah. Uh, did you want to? Yeah, get trailers, right? Uh, yeah. Um, did you want to give your opinion on the Black Panther two trailer? I know you don't do really do the trailers, I haven't but seen it. you haven't seen it. Okay, I uh, haven't seen it. I I would try to go into even in. I don't know if y'all saw like whenever y'all started talking about the Avengers movie, I turned the the volume down on my headset. Like these movies are so devoid of surprises. I gotta make them. Like I can't watch shit. Okay. You know. So, you, I mean, um, we could, I could play it on stream if you wanted to see it on stream. I don't want to see it. Okay. I don't see it. Like I need to like these movies, bro. Like I gotta see them, right? I want them. I need to like them, like real quick. So I saw Multiverse of Madness, and I, I kind of, I really enjoyed it because I, the only trailer I had seen was the trailer after No Way Home. Hmm. Mm. So I was under the impression that the story was going to be. Um, Wanda and Strange going through the the multiverse on an adventure. Yeah. So when you turn up and then Wanda's the bad guy, I was like, oh fuck, this is way different. It's like a surprise. It's like holy shit, like this is this is something new. Like it was so cool. So I want that feeling again for okay. Black Panther. Mm. Like and I didn't okay. like the first one, so number number two needs the help. Believe me. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah. And um, I'll probably. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, go ahead. Go ahead, John. Um, and and kind of going back to our discussion about the whole MCU thing, um, I think yeah, Thor: Love and Thunder. You know, it's hard to see how you know how well Marvel wants these movies to do um, when it comes because like Doctor Strange, I guess didn't do all that well that they hoped it would, even though it made nine hundred fifty million dollars. I don't know what is the ceiling for these movies as far as you know how much money they're supposed to make. Um, even with this disappointing kind of numbers, maybe for Thor: Love and Thunder that they have. I think Black Panther 2 will break records because I think a lot of people will want to see just, okay, how are they going to do this? So as much as people talk about Marvel fatigue, superhero fatigue, I think a lot of people might 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 go to see Black Panther. What do, you, do you agree with that, Ann? I went to go see the first one. And, like, that one wasn't... Like, oh. <laughs> I hate to just dump on Black Panther, but... We talked about it where I felt like a lot of that reception for that movie came from like, hey, this is for us. It's for the culture. You know what I'm saying? Like, so mm-hmm. that culture hasn't gone anywhere. So, yeah, it should, in theory, make a billion dollars. If it does not, that would be a red fucking flag. I would be very, I'd be very worried at the, at, at Disney um, if if we can't drum up a billion dollars for that property. Well, it you know does. Because that's, that's a hot ticket. I mean, I don't know. It does have some, you know, built-in excuses because you do have Chadwick Boseman who's not there. So, you know, it does have some, you know, things like that. Ideally, these things should be. I think that's the power of the MCU is that it's not about the stars. You know what I'm saying? They are losing mm-hmm. some star power. But, I mean, the one thing I liked about, or one of the things I liked about Black Panther, I think Black Panther was the the superhero franchise that they were the most insulated for this kind of scenario that happened where you lose uh, a main actor for whatever reason. 
um, you had Shuri, you had Killmonger, who um, your doppelganger, they <laughs> killed him <laughs> off on, on, you know, I, I feel like you just bring him back. Like, why the fuck not? Multiverse, fine. Just get him back, put him in a suit, box office gold. Like, it's it's too obvious for me. You had Mbaku, you had um, Nikoye. There's, there like, there's like four or five I guess probably four characters that could take the Black Panther mantle. Mm-hmm. So I think they're. I think that's one thing they did was set themselves up well. Um, so I I definitely think it should crack. It should crack a billion, a hundred percent. Yeah. Um, whether it does or not, I think. I think if it doesn't, that movie would have to be like dog shit. <laughs> like it had to be like Eternals level. Like yeah, it, I, I can't imagine. Yeah, but uh, I got faith in Ryan Cook. But I'm a-